Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. thankful to be part of a church where this service is normal because it's not that way everywhere and I don't want to ever take it for granted that God moves in this house when we are gathered together to worship him amen I don't have a very lengthy thought and if you will help me preach, it'll go even faster, so, and if you don't, well, (laughs) I'm teasing, but I just want to read a short scripture from the book of John, chapter 14, and verse 6, the Bible says in John 14 and 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And I just want to speak from my heart just for a few moments on this thought, unto this truth, unto this truth. Let's pray over the word. Lord, I love you, God, and I thank you for the opportunity, God, the privilege to be in your presence. God, I pray right now that you would give me the anointing that I need to convey this word, God, the way that it was given to me. God, use me not as this this flesh, God, to promote myself, but as a mouthpiece to convey what heaven would have to say in this place, Lord. And I thank you and I give you the honor and all the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. It has been made very clear in and out of church that the spiritual climate of this world is ever-changing. Things like substance abuse, And murder are everyday occurrences in America. The sins that used to dominate only the darkness of night have been ushered into broad daylight. And it's a a scary thought in a way to think of what might take the place of those sins. Amen? The media is evermore working overtime to ensure that we have vast divides in race, politics, and religion. I very strongly believe that I will see in my lifetime a time that will be coming very soon that religion of any sort will not be tolerated in this country. 
If you want to find the day that we're living in the scripture, you can turn to 2 Timothy. Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. He said, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. But then he said this, for the time will come the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts, somebody say that's today. After their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. If you were to open your Bible to the book of Jude, you could not find a more accurate depiction of in the scripture of America today rather than in the 19th verse of the book of Jude. He said, these be they that separate themselves. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. We as the church better make sure that every time, Brother Allen, we walk out of our homes, we have the Spirit. Because that's how they're going to recognize us. That's what, that's what separates. Because he says, these be they who separate themselves because they don't have the Spirit. When it comes down to it, the Spirit is what is going to make the difference. There has never been a day where we as the church need to arm ourselves with the entire, the full armor of God. We need to uphold this truth. And the only way of doing that is by living, breathing the ever-speaking word of God. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You cannot separate God from his word. It's who he is. The Bible says in the book of John, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. It wasn't somewhere around God. It is who he is. That word was made flesh and dwelt among us. It is by the voice and the actions of this living word of Jesus in the New Testament that we find our most valuable possession as the church. We need to live as Jeremiah lived. He said, I, he said thy words were found and I did eat them. He said, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. If there's any truth to the old saying, you are what you eat, we need to be spiritually feeding ourselves the word of God. The scriptures that the pastor or the preachers that come through this desk read are not enough alone. We have to devour the word of God until it becomes part of who we are. People in, Christian, in the Christian world today 
are just inundated with philosophies more than scriptures. If we're not careful, we will be a generation. That's why we have to be very careful what we lend ourselves to, who we listen to. We need to be careful who our young people are listening to, what denomination they lend themselves to. Amen. Because if we're not careful, we will be raised up as, an, as a generation of armor bearers who do not know how to use the sword of the word of God. We will be armed with slingshots of men's opinions, if you will. And that just won't do in spiritual warfare. Sister Merle, and I know she would not mind me saying this at all. Sister Merle gave me some good advice not very long ago. She said that her father, Brother Tummond, always used to say, when you're preaching, never get up and preach your opinion, but preach the word of God. Amen. We are living in the most opinionated age that this world has ever seen. Men are trying to figure out and dissect the scriptures, but they put their own spin on it. We better, we need to know the word enough to know when to run away from somebody's message. Amen. We need to know this for ourselves. In the time of battle, the sword won't do you any good if you don't know how to use it. Amen. It's an awesome thing that we are so rich in technology today. I, along with many others, have used the applications on, on my phone and on my tablet to, to read the Bible and to study by. But the, the honest danger in that is it's too easy sometimes to flip to the next app. Amen. Distraction is everywhere in our world today. Jesus told Nicodemus in the book of John, the Bible says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered him and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This is the truth. Amen. He went on to say, the Bible says in the fifth verse of John chapter 3, he sa it says, Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, Jesus' name, baptism, and of the Spirit, by the infilling of the Holy Ghost, evidence of speaking in other tongues, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The old-time writer said it like this. God's got a way, and you can't go around it. You can't go under it. You must go in at the door. We better hold on to this truth because you can't go around it. You better go in through the door or you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. In John chapter 10, Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Amen. 
unto this truth. My question today is this, what are we going to offer unto this truth? What are we going to bring to the table to make sure that this truth is preserved? Amen. Years ago, And just so I can do this and be safe, I'm going to speak from my behalf, amen, and apply it to your life how you see fit. But years ago, early in my parents' marriage, they were very faithfully involved with the church of God. My father was a drummer. They were used in the church. They were heavily rooted in the Trinitarian faith, amen, Right before they were married, my mother even went to live in Philadelphia for a period of time for something much like a Bible college. It was ministry training on how to win souls. But one day, thank God, they were invited. They were invited to Hatchbend to a sing. And the man that was emceeing that sing got up. Brother Allen, and he started talking about oneness. And that sparked something. They continued going to their old church. And for many months, my mother would speed after service, let out, over here to Hatchbend just to catch the end of Brother Newburn's messages. This truth still has drawing power. And I believe that it's safe to say I feel like the enemy is trying to influence the church today to think that winning the lost is dead and that they will walk through those doors, but we still have a great commission to follow. We still have a calling to follow. So after a while, my mother finally prayed an innocent prayer. And she just prayed to God, if this is real, shut that door in our lives. And you know, God could have just changed her heart. But God never settles for second best. Within about a week's time, The doors to their old church due to a temporary shutdown in headquarters were padlocked. And that was her sign that this truth was the answer and they've never looked back since. You may wonder why I have shared. Amen. You may have wondered why I have shared this testimony of my parents. But Sister Cricket, it's because I am so thankful that I did not have to crawl to this truth from a sin-battered life, but I was privileged to be born into this. And unto this truth, I want to devote my very best, Brother Brian, unto this truth, unto the Word of God. I want to give all that I have and all that I may ever obtain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
A while back, I was watching a service where Brother Bruce Howe was speaking. He's the missions director of the UPC. And he was preaching this service on sacrifice. And he, he called to the front the brother and sister who were ministering in Africa during the nation uh, that they were missionaries to were having the civil war and they were ministering there and they had the opportunity to leave before the war reached their area. But they chose to stay because they loved this truth enough to put their lives on the line. They ended up laying for days without food on their floor to survive as bullets penetrated their home. And many people would say, why in the world wouldn't you, for the sake of your family, flee that country? It's for the truth. It's for the truth. We have stories just like this one, though, at our own fingertips. It's about a man and a woman who felt the call of God to come to a community. It wasn't a town. It wasn't a city. It's still just a community, Brother Allen. It's still just a community. But one thing can be sure of is that when you find Hatchbend, you'll know it. Because God has provided. He honored their works and their faith. And God has provided. He has blessed us with one of the most gorgeous sanctuaries you could ever want to worship him. And I hope that they can see it, Sister Merle, from the grandstand of heaven, the building program that we are working on. Because God is doing things in our midst. And after 70 years later, we see why they did it. Some may still ask the question, why would you uproot your entire family, your wife and your children, and go somewhere that you really don't know about? Just because you heard a voice of God? As Christians that understand, forgive my side note, but as Christians who understand the spirit of God and the discerning power of God, the world is trying to back us in a corner by acting like we are crazy when we say we heard a word from God. There has never been a time like today where we need to stand for this truth. Amen. But I know why they took that leap of faith. They did it unto this truth. Unto this truth. Amen. We know that in the beginning was the Word before anything else was created. The Word was with God and the Word was God. God was one with the Word. And that Word is the truth. You'll never have anything more precious on earth than this Word. But as long as this Word remains in a book, it can be destroyed. We need to get this word inside of us. 
if we can stand across this auditorium today. That is why men and women have devoted their entire lives, even given in to death, they did it unto this truth. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. Every now and then we need to stop and realign ourselves and repledge ourselves to this truth, to this word of God. Even hell needs to hear our proclamation that we will stand on this word. Because we were called into the field as laborers. And whatever we do, we must do it unto this truth. It goes deeper than just a Bible, Brother Davis. It goes deeper than just a message. This truth is what has the saving power, the delivering power, the healing power. And unless we apply it to our lives, we will never be able to say that we have that same power. Amen. Amen. There are countless testimonies across this building today of how God saved us, where he brought you from. I am so thankful to have been raised in this truth, though I have, I'll be the first to admit, made errors, have not been perfect, don't want to claim to be perfect. That comes with too high of a price tag. But I can say this, whatever I accomplish in my life, whatever I do right, will only be by the grace of God. It's not privilege, it's by the grace of God. And no matter what may be afforded to me, I want to attribute it to this truth. Because without this truth, only God knows, only God knows where I would be. And I try not to be morbid, but I try to remind myself of that. I want to keep it in my mind, Sister Cricket. The places that I could be. Because I don't ever want to forget that if it wasn't for this truth, that's all that has the power to save. And we don't need to forget where we've come from. When you forget where you came from, you lose your testimony. And that's the way to be a witness by your testimony. The word of your testimony. Amen. Can we just make an altar where we stand? Lord, I love you, God. And I thank you, Jesus. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. 
We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.